The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we're going to pay tribute to Dr. Wayne Dyer, who, as most of you may know, passed away a couple of months ago. And helping me do so today will be my guest, Reverend Jeanette Freeman. Reverend Jeanette has been with us before, but let me tell you a little bit about her. She is an ordained minister and is currently the spiritual director of the Soul Center OC in Newport Beach, California, where she is now teaching courses on Dr. Dyer's work. She is the author of a new book, The Second Envelope, and Why Did This Happen to Me Again, and co-author with Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, and Terry Cole Whitaker of Wake Up and Live the Life You Love in Spirit. She previously served as founding spiritual director of the Oneness Center and for seven years as the founding senior minister of the Church for Today in Fresno, California. She served for five years as the president of the affiliated New Thought Network and National Association for New Thought Ministries. Welcome, Reverend Jeanette. Hi, good morning, Linda. Great to be with you again. Thank you so much. Always good to share this time and space with you. <laughs> and yes, you know, I wanted to do this show today as as uh, after Dr. Dyer's passings, I saw the responses that people had to him, and I began to realize the extraordinary impact he had on so many people's lives. Right. As most people may know, he was the author of 41 books and 21 of those were New York Times bestsellers. Amazing, isn't it? It's extraordinary, really. 41 books. And that's not counting all the PBS work and the DVDs and the CDs. Um, Mm -hmm. And he started with his first work, Your Erroneous Zones, was published in 1976. He was a motivational and self-improvement speaker. Early in his career as a college professor and counselor, he discovered the need to make the principles of self-discovery and personal growth available to a wider audience. And one of his gifts was to bring these tools to the mainstream. So I thought, you know, maybe today we could talk about what his main messages were and his true gifts. Sounds terrific. You know, one of the things I I noticed, you know, he... As we know, he started as a, a college professor, um, but I think he was really at heart always a teacher. Exactly. And he talks about that, and I loved his last, well, it wasn't his last book, but his biography, I can see clearly now, 
where I finally got to understand a little bit more about the man behind the books. And I was touched by that in particular, how he, he said he was always a teacher. Mm-hmm. That, you know, whether when he was a psychologist, when he was a professor, he was always interested in teaching. And um, everyone told him, you know, you can't make a good living teaching. Ha ha, right? Uh-huh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just found a different way to do it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that was the great thing that he really inspired me was that he he followed his own path. He followed his own drum, you know, like even when he was a, a you know, professor and and he wanted to write to a more secular audience, not just to the academic mm-hmm. academic world. And, um, you know, he got a lot of criticism for doing that. And he got a lot of criticism throughout his life in a lot of different ways every time he tried to step outside of the box. But he had a deep knowing in who he was and what he wanted to do, and he trusted that if he wanted to do it, it must be right. Right, and that in and of itself is a gift, to be able to trust that inner knowing. And I think that's what he he wanted all of us to see. Mm-hmm. And he certainly didn't have an easy time of it in life. His early upbringing is not, not what we would call a, a good start. Right, right. You know, I yeah, think he was an orphan. No, that he he never knew his biological father, who was who abandoned his um, his mother and other siblings, two other brothers, and spent most of his early years in foster homes because his mother couldn't take care of them. And from one foster home to another foster home to another foster home, we hear stories today of, of children that have a, that kind of upbringing and have a life of complete struggle, trial, and never quite find their way. Mm-hmm. But it was just the opposite for him. It shaped him in a way that was actually part of what made him the powerful man that he was. Right. And and I think that message is so powerful for all of us because there are many of us who, who as you suggest, don't have the the greatest start in life. Not everyone has a perfect life. And and, um, to be able to be as extraordinarily successful as he was, I think is inspiration for all of us who maybe don't come from the greatest circumstances or who have real hardships in our young lives. It's like if he can do it, we can do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so powerful. But, I, you know, what was interesting, and I think along that line, that was the point that he would tie in that, as far as spirituality goes, how he, he, didn't, he wasn't raised in one box. So, you know, depending on what family he was in, he was like Catholic or Methodist or mm-hmm. non-religious, or was, he was exposed to many different lives and lifestyles, so he could see... He could see all of them. It wasn't in just emboxed into one tradition. Right, right. And that's really a, a, a wonderful way to look at it, too. 
you know, yeah. to, to be able to say, okay, here's where I am. Let me land on my feet. And the, you know, the other side of the teaching is the learning to be open hearted and open minded so that you can learn from whatever your circumstances may be. Right. Right. Yeah. To be able to realize that in all of our circumstances, even though they may not be that pretty, we, we, We've gotten something positive if we look for it. Right. It's that, you know, what we call that, just that kernel of, of, of gold in whatever the, the difficulties are. And, and sometimes it's hard to see, but I do think it's always there if we are tenacious enough to look for it. And exactly. he certainly did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, there's def- definitely something within him that that knew, I think, that he was meant for he, that he was meant for something and he just kept going towards it no matter what. And um I I like the way he talked about prosperity too. It was like even though they didn't have a lot of money wherever he was, he always made money whether it was, you know, delivering newspapers or do you know selling things or helping helping people as a child that he was always thinking in terms of hey I can make some money and how that even no matter what he was doing he he talked about in that book how he would be teaching school but he had a family and it wasn't a big salary but there were always other ways that he was generating money and he just knew that he was abundant and would always have what he needed and it certainly did that consciousness, that seed thought, continued to expand more and more throughout his work, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what what do you think his his biggest contribution was? Well, I think in the from my perspective, his contribution to to the world really was bringing a wide bringing a, a wide spirituality that was encompassing. It wasn't religious spirituality, but it was a spirituality that incorporated personal responsibility, psychology, you know, taking responsibility for one's thoughts and beliefs, and also the, the spirituality of tapping into the God within that wasn't religious per se. But he brought that conversation and experience to a wide audience, you know, especially through the PBS, through the PBS. I mean, I remember years and years ago, as I'm sure you do, Mm -hmm. when, you know, meditation and the new spirituality was really in the fringes. Mm-hmm. It was thought. the woo-woo the stuff. You know, it was very woo-woo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you couldn't, you could find secret books, but it wasn't in the bookstore. It wasn't a whole huge self-development spirituality section. Mm-hmm. And right. it was hard to find community. Uh, and if you talked to anybody, you know, you were looked upon as something of the devil or something. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, but he changed that. I think that he's one of the, you know, biggest teachers that changed that. Him and Oprah Winfrey, of course, mm-hmm, right. <laughs> that brought this kind of spirituality to the mainstream. 
Mm-hmm. And what's interesting, I think, is that I come from a a large family, and we come. I was born Mormon and very strict, and I have a beautiful sister who's still very, very active in that religion and very active. But the thing was is that she loved Wayne Dyer, mm-hmm. and I loved Wayne Dyer, and that was a real common melting place for us. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. she loved his books. She loved whole manifesting things. She loved, you know, hearing and reading about thoughts create reality. And of course, it wasn't it wasn't in, at all in opposition to her religious beliefs. No, it's not. But it it bridged for our relationship. It bridged and made a beautiful place of communication, and it actually really expanded her own thinking and her mm-hmm. own openness of of a you know different viewpoint and spirituality. And so, I think that's a beautiful example, really, of of what he does for so many people is bridge that gap and unite people especially using tools that may have otherwise been divisive. So I think that's quite extraordinary. Um, And we're getting ready to take a short break here. And I want us to go to that break with an old song, the title of which is uh, also the title of uh, one of Wayne Dyer's last books, which is I Can See Clearly Now. We'll be right back. I can see clearly now the rain is gone I can see all obstacles in my way Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind It's gonna be a bright, 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 sunshiny day It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. 
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. I'm visiting today with my guest, Reverend Jeanette Freeman, who is also an expert on the work of Dr. Wayne Dyer as we play tribute to him today. And, you know, I was so touched before the break, uh, Reverend Jeanette, about, you know, the example you gave of your relationship with your sister and how his work could bridge what might have otherwise been a big gap between you and your sister. Right. You know, that's, uh, and I think that, you know, one of the things he was able to do was to help people honor their own traditions, whatever that may be, and then unite with others along this common ground of their inner divinity or begin to learn how there are, if you will, I'm going to say, use the term spiritual laws that transcend some of our specific trend, trend, traditions. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, that just comes up to me over and over as far as one of his greatest contributions, and I, I think that um, it's, it's great. I've used it many times, you know, when you're talking to people out and about, about and I get all the time, well, what kind of minister are you, and mm-hmm. what is that? teaching or what is it and so many times I'd finally just say you know Wayne Dyer yeah yeah like that (laughs) you know yeah they get it (laughs) they get it you know people people get it and so so it's it's great and I think because because he came from psychology right with your your erroneous zones and really talked uh talked so much about your belief systems are what show up in your life and to look at your belief systems and to look at the way you're thinking as your the relationship between thought and reality that's not religious right you know that's from all religious teachings that's right. what jesus taught that's what buddha taught that's what you know all the great teachings taught was this self discovery this this personal responsibility and it is done unto you according to your belief and that was his his primary message that that Really, I think we're in every one of his his books and his teachings and his messages was to look within and to recognize that your thought is creating your reality, mm-hmm. and your thinking and your belief systems are showing up in form. And if you want a different experience, then the place to look is inside, and the place to look is how you're thinking. Mm-hmm. So whether you know his 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 books, you know, Real Real Magic and his books, The, the um, power, power of Intention and Manifest Your Destiny and Wishes Fulfilled and Change Your Thoughts and Change Your Life. It was all this whole lineage about changing your thinking. And it's right. so, it seems so simple, but it is so tremendously profound to start to pay attention to what's happening inside us and to make that powerful connection 
between what is it that I am contemplating most and what's the what is the filter inside of me that I am seeing life through and if I want to see something different then I can change the filter right. and um, and that is a message that is I believe that it is the the teaching the message for the next level of our human evolution. When the human being goes from, I'm victimized by life circumstances, life happens to me, to that major shift that says, life happens through me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't uh, like what's happening outside in my life, rather than blame it, then I have to look within, you know, like, right. like you go to the movie theater and he may even said this is pretty um, popular, but you go to the movie theater, you watch a movie on the screen, you don't, you know, blame what's on the, what's on the screen. Mm-hmm. We know that what's on the screen is a result of what's being projected from the projection room. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our projection room, our internal self, our thoughts, our belief systems, our inner our inner knowing is showing up in our life. So so that is a very profound step in human evolution. And I think he brought that message in a big way to the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and he, I mean, a lot of people deliver that basic message, but I think one of the things that made him a great teacher was that he did did indeed teach people how to do that. You know, I mean, because a lot of times we hear that over and over again, but it's like we wander around forgetting, well, what the heck does that mean? And how do I do it? And he has step by step, this is how you do it. And if you're willing to do the heavy lifting, you will get there. Right. Right. And that's, you know, that's really extraordinary because I think all of his books have a, a, a linear way of following yes. the content. Is that Absolutely. In fact, one of the things that I so appreciate as a writer and as a speaker and a teacher is exactly that in the way that he writes his books because they are duplicatable as a teacher Ah, because mm -hmm. he writes in that exact way. So he'll lay down a point, Mm -hmm. he'll look at examples all around that point, then he'll give, you know, how do you apply this in your life, one, two, three, four, and um, this is what it looks like when it works, this is what it doesn't look like. He lays it down step by step of, you know, how to do it and what does it look like and gives personal examples and gives other examples. And it makes it easy to read and it makes it easy to digest. It just doesn't leave you to some vague generalities, mm-hmm. but helps you to integrate it into into life. I really enjoy the way he writes for that point. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. very linear and it's and it makes sense and it's practical. Right. And and that now that you mentioned practical, I think that that's how a lot of, of people refer to him as a practical psychology teacher. I, I know that his his yeah. original background really wasn't psychology. He was uh, his degree is in educational counseling. And so I think as as uh, we spoke about earlier, it was always that ability to share information in a way that people can get it. And that's what makes the difference. You may have yeah. the greatest 
information ever. But if people can't get it, it's useless. That's true. Yep. That's very true. Right, right. And and I've it was interesting. That. I'm sorry? I said I've discovered that. Yes. <laughs> I think we all have. <laughs> yeah. um, I think one of the interesting uh, things about his work also was, you know, you can watch the evolution from counseling to spirituality and the incorporation of, of both elements in his teachings. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, you must see that certainly in such a striking way as you teach his work. Well, I, I totally do, and you can, it, it's like this last book that I'm teaching right now, Wishes Fulfilled, that's, it's, it's not his last book, but it's, it's one of the, it's one of the last books, mm-hmm. and I find that it is one of his most deeply esoteric spiritual books ever, mm-hmm. and um, we just started a class on it this week, and he pulls the thing about him is that he's he's quite was quite a, a student of many mm-hmm. different esoteric teachings and teachers and so in this book he really works with and from some esoteric channeled writings of the I am discourses which I love that was you know channeled work in 1930s from ascended masters and also from initiatic science uh, masters and Neville Goddard, who was a uh, early, early New Thought teacher, and these were these were teachings and teachers that didn't talk about God as this being out in the sky someplace, but really, you know, talked about that we are to incorporate and to uh, that our ultimate our ultimate teaching is to recognize I am God, mm-hmm. and that that's not blasphemy, and mm-hmm. no, you know. This isn't something that we can go around saying, you know. Mm-hmm. This isn't something mm-hmm. that somebody that goes on Oprah Winfrey could say, but he does it. Mm-hmm. Where he he has evolved from this point of saying, you know, we're a part of, and this little spark within us, and this and this. But in this last book, it's like he really gives this message that it is not blasphemy to say, I am God. Mm-hmm. That we are waking up, that it's not the allness of God, but this presence is so much who we are that when we align, open up, and can begin to claim that it is this I am that I am, is this presence that is speaking through me, seeing through me, and letting the little self get out of the way to let this divinity come forth. I mean, it's very, very powerful, very powerful work. Right, right. And I think um, what goes along with that, I, I don't know if um, if you also recommend to your students the meditation CD that goes along with Wishes Fulfilled. Um, and for me personally, I love the meditation techniques that he teaches. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, on the I Am Wishes Fulfilled meditation, I think it's just really beautiful. And, yeah. um, you know, his... His um, focus is on the divine nature of the words I am and yeah. how the frequencies, you know, we can use frequencies to enhance our ability to get into a deeper relationship with that. Yes. 
Yeah, it's so I love, I love, love, love that uh, I Am Frequency Meditation CD mm-hmm. of his. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's, it's what I listen to most mm-hmm. when I do meditation because it just will totally zap, put me into the space. Right, the vibration right. is so beautiful. Right, it is so beautiful. And um, maybe we can talk some more about his meditation techniques when we come back from the break. And once again, we're going to go to break with a little bit of I Can See Clearly Now by Johnny Nash. Old song. We'll be right back. can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. It's gonna be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. Today we are honoring Dr. Wayne Dyer, and my guest is Reverend Jeanette Freeman, who is, I would say, an expert on his work and does a lot of teaching based on his books and his CDs and videos. And before the break, Reverend Jeanette, we were talking about um, the meditation techniques he uses and the I am wishes fulfilled I think as you mentioned is really quite beautiful Um, I know one of the things that I really thought about as I was preparing for this show was 
how his work personally touched me. And I have to say that I think the most profound impact it had on me was really changing my meditation life when uh, his book, Getting in the Gap, was released. Um, and that's based on, on the technique he calls japa, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Can you talk about that? Yeah, that, I had such a profound experience with that as well. And um, just for your listeners, the Joppa meditation was a, was a technique that was given to him by a, a very well-known Indian master guru teacher. And it was an ancient meditation technique that he really wanted to bring to the West and wanted to get out. And so he contacted Wayne Dyer and they, they had... Um, contact and visits, or I'm not exactly sure, but anyway, he taught Wayne Dyer this meditation, and Wayne began to practice this. So what the, what the meditation was, a morning meditation and an evening meditation, and the morning meditation was, uh, saying, it was saying the word, the, the, the pronunciation of awe, that the sound of awe was the same sound that was in the name of God, whether no matter what language it was, whether it's Allah, God, Jehovah, Allah, you know what this this the vibration in awe was a creative vibration. And when this vibration was repeated again and again and in mind held a picture of that which one wanted to create, that it was, um, it was a very, very powerful practice of holding the picture in mind while saying the chant. So it would be like, ah, ah, and repeating it again and again. And just closing the eyes and doing this repeating, but then in mind holding that which you wanted to create and bring into your life. And then the evening meditation was the OM. So it was OM. And it was more like a settling and a gratitude and just simply being in the invisible emptiness, the gap, the OM, that everything is complete. And so uh, I, I remember when I got this, and it was... I think I got it with the book Manifest Your Destiny or it was introduced at some point and then it was also carried out in, 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 in the Gap book. But it was a profound a profound experience for me and I remember a practice that I decided to do and this was, this was before I was a minister. I decided to, to do that every morning, the awe, but then hold in my mind a picture of me being a minister because I wanted to be one. I I was Mm. in school to be one, but I had no idea how it would actually show up with me being able to do this work. And so I would hold the picture of me speaking in front of people. And so it would be like I would just go, ah, and and then the only picture would would be like me looking out at an audience. Mm-hmm. And that I was a minister, and I would just ah, and there's something about that vibration that you know just is so deep and it's so proud. It just takes you to the center very, very quickly. And um, 
And so I, re- I remember I did this for about nine months, and when I became a minister, it was a very a huge, miraculous story, actually, you know, of really feeling the call and then just having people say, will you please start a church? And then it was like, start it. You know, mm-hmm. it just happened so quickly. But it really, I contribute to the fact that I sat in this holy, holy vibration for a long time, just holding that picture. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and what's interesting is the same sister that I told you about, right? This is a meditation that she does to this day. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is the meditation that she does. This gave her a meditation practice, <clears throat> you know, that just do the awe meditation. And um, it is, so it's really beautiful. It's a beautiful practice. And um, it can be found on the Internet all over the place. And it's a manifesting, I think, even calls it manifesting meditation. Mm-hmm. And it's it's fascinating because uh, another part of it was really useful for me, and that was, to, <coughs> excuse me, to really help me learn to quiet my mind. Because mm-hmm. in getting in in the gap, he uses that technique, but he embeds it in a process where he uses the first ten words of the Lord's Prayer, and he oh, teaches yes. you to go in between those words. Yes. And and then that is where you do japa. And and it it really made such a profound difference for me and 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 I do it regularly to this day and it's it's so much easier for me I can just go there. I can go to that that quiet space that as he says the space that nurtures your soul. And I, you know, right. I, that is a foundational thing for me that I learned oh, from him. Yeah, and, and that's great. And, yeah, yeah, it's just fabulous. I think, and and really, uh, I've been extraordinarily touched just by that. If I didn't know anything else about Wayne Dyer, mm-hmm. that alone was, I think, you know, a, a just a life changing thing. So right. it's pretty cool. Uh huh. Um, yeah, you know, that, I, that that's great. And I think your example, I think, is a a beautiful one because I think one of maybe his main message, I don't know, you may know, be able to state this better than I, but really I think that he believed that it was possible for everyone, every person, to live an extraordinary life, really to be the best that they could be. Mm-hmm. And And I think your example just shows how that, that can actually be manifest. Right. That's a great point, Linda. I I think that is totally what he brought, was that anybody, anybody that practiced these principles, anybody that had this strong desire, you know, that, that we were all part of God. We, there was nobody that was better than anybody else, that we all had the same access to this presence, that it was who we were, and and that anybody could access that, and and what a beautiful message that is, you know, from an old history of hierarchical, um, you know, I'm better than you, and you've got mm-hmm. to have this authority, and and you've got to come from this lineage or any mm-hmm. of that stuff. He really mm-hmm. brought it to mainstream, which was so important. Right, and nobody's left out. You know, every person can manifest their deepest desires and and if they honor their own divinity and work 
the um, principles that he taught, which I think is just extraordinarily beautiful. Right. And I think even in the example, you know, about Japa, it, it you used it in one way, I used it in another way, but it still has been so profound for each of us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's so beautiful about some of these teachings that, you know, the work meets you where you are. And, it, it, you know, it meets you whatever your need is, there it is. Exactly. That's right. right. I love it. Yeah. 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 Um, you know. One of his other books. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, one of his other books that, that really touched me and gave me was a real shift. For I think a lot of people was his book, The Power of Intention. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if I speak about that a minute? Oh no, please go ahead. Yeah, um, because we've always, at least I have, and thought of the word you know intention and the power of intention is is kind of a, a willful place of of okay, if I have a strong intention, I can hold my mind on something and I can make it happen and make it manifest because of this whole intention. But he brought a new meaning to that meaning, like the power. The, the power of intention is actually the the energy the energy of the, the divine the divine energy that mm-hmm. the that the faces of intention are life and love and creativity and peace and abundance and beauty and all of these qualities that we might uh, contribute to God or to the divine. And that the power of intention is really this high, holy vibration. Mm-hmm. And that our greatest use of will is to align to these faces of intention, to align to this higher vibration. Another way, the, the traditional religion would say, seek first the kingdom of God and all else right. is added. Mm-hmm. It's like, seek the high vibration, seek peace, mm-hmm. seek presence, seek beauty, seek this, because then we align with the power of intention, and that high intention is always going to lead us to greater mm-hmm. that which is like it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. money in the physical world, loving relationships, um, fulfillment and a sense of purpose in our work and our contribution health and vitality, all the things that we innately seek are already are already a part of who we are. And so that when we seek first to align with the high vibration of intention, the faces of intention, and then also use our will to choose, you know, I'd like to experience greater abundance. I want to speak about that I already have plenty, that I am... I'm, love being in my happy, healthy relationships or whatever it is we put our attention on mm-hmm. manifest so much more beautifully when we're when we've made when we've made aligning to the divine, aligning to this in high vibration of our first priority, everything else works. Mm-hmm. And um I, I know that was kind of a convoluted convoluted conversation. I apologize. No, but. no, I think it makes perfect <laughs> sense and, and I would take it one step further. I, uh, we have to take a quick break, but I, I'll just finish this thought. And that, that is that if you're out of alignment, I know at least for myself, if you are not in alignment, these you're not going to be able to manifest your deepest desires. 
It's just, Beautiful. you know, it's not going to yeah. happen. So anyway, we will be right back with my guest, Reverend Jeanette Freeman. I can see clearly now the rain is gone I can see all obstacles in my way Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind It's gonna be a bright, 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 bright sunshiny day. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. You know, Reverend Jeanette, as we start this last segment, I want to really thank you for the time uh, that you've shared with us today and your wisdom and your your knowledge and inspiration, you know, really that in your understanding of Dr. Wayne Dyer. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. You know, and I, I want to make sure that people know how to reach you if they want more information or if they want to hear you speak or get your books. Where can they find you? Best is the, my website is JeanetteFreeman.com, J-A-N-E-T-T-E, Freeman.com. And it's my website, and there's lots of information that connects to Soul Center OC, where um, I'm speaking every Sunday, and YouTube channel, Jeanette Freeman and Soul Center OC. So uh, you can Google Jeanette Freeman, and everywhere I am will come up. <laughs> and and if people um, want to watch your um, your 
presentations um, speaking on Dr. Dyer. How could they do that? Well, again, at Soul Center OC, okay. or even my website, okay. I've just finished a series on Wayne Dyer and have four mm-hmm. talks up there. So that's okay, there. Great. And also on my website, or excuse me, on my YouTube, Jeanette Freeman on YouTube, I have two video series on the I Am Discourses, and I'm getting ready to produce another one or two of them. I, I love talking about the I Am Discourses, so you can mm-hmm. just look at my playlist and watch the I Am Discourses video series. Okay, great. Thank you. And, and your books, they can buy those on Amazon? Or? Buy them on Amazon and my CDs. Everything's on Amazon or, yes, iTunes, okay. all of that, yeah. Okay, great. Now, you know, one, one thing I, I want to touch on today and that I think made Wayne Dyer such a great teacher and such an inspiration was that, you know, he, he lived his message. And I think one of the ways that he did that, that at least it appeared so to me, is that he had such a gentle and loving demeanor. Yes. And, and I so. think... Yeah, and I think that that makes such a difference when you're teaching people these difficult concepts or these spiritual um, counseling-type concepts, that that people feel that love. No, that's totally true. He... He totally carried that, and I have to. I just have to share this personal story. When he came, he came to Fresno to speak, and I had the joy to be the. I got to be the one that drove him around oh. because I had a hot red convertible. <laughs> so I got to pick him up from the you know hotel and take him, and it was he was exactly like that, just the sweetest man and so kind and loving and down to earth and fun. Never forget when he he gave me a peck on the lips. We were all laughing. My sisters and everybody was in the car, and he reached down and gave me a little peck on the lips. I was like, <laughs> I had a Rain Dyer kiss. <laughs> yeah. So, but but uh, you know that carried out in his his PBS series and all the messages, all the talks that he did, and and throughout his books was. His sincere, his sincere journey, his mm-hmm. sincere path of love, and and um, and I and I also just the fact that he had eight children, right, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. was a father that opens your heart like nobody's business, right? right. So, right. Yeah. Right. yeah, beautiful man. How yeah. blessed we've been to to know him and to read, to study from him and to watch his example, and I just. I'm so grateful to have um, have been able to study from his work and will continue to mm-hmm. and to have those resources to pass on to um, in my teaching work. Right, and I think his work is and and all great spiritual teachings, of course. Um, you you see what you need to see. I mean, something may be illuminated for you, an idea, a concept, whatever it may be at a given time. And then as time goes by, you may reread a particular book and something else jumps out at you. 
And it's like, oh, yeah, now I can make use of that. Or now that makes more sense to me or whatever it may be. And so in that sense, his work is really quite timeless. That's right. Yeah. I'm sure that it will, you know, be one of those, those timeless, he'll be one of those timeless teachers that, that you know, our children's children will be reading about and mm-hmm. studying from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know he also wrote children's books, and and uh, I think one of the other gifts that he brought to us is he also introduced us to other teachers. That's um, right. You know, someone like maybe Anita Morjani. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I would not he have was, known. Exactly. He was so unselfish. He always found somebody's story to share. Right. And and help them and help promote their work and help promote mm-hmm. their books and help get other people's work out there. He used his influence to help other people. Right, right. And mm-hmm. I think, that, again, that's one of the things that, that made everyone love him so much. Right. Except and I'm I, glad I think, you mentioned children's, children's books because mm-hmm. his children's, he's got a book, uh, I Am, the I Am book, which is a children's book, and it's fabulous. I've been reading mm-hmm. that book to my granddaughter for three years, she has it memorized, and it and oh. I just it's just been like known as Grandma's favorite book. So whenever we're together, get Grandma's favorite book, and we read it together. And it's about you know those two oh. magic words, I am, uh-huh. and um, it's simple, but what an impact! Right, right. That and and I think that you know anytime you can you can create something that helps parents with their little ones mm-hmm. and the more the earlier we can get them started on a healthy beginning the better so right i think we'll have to close with that and and i thank you once again reverend jeanette for your time today it's been a delight my pleasure my pleasure thank you so much linda for inviting me again yeah. Oh, you're most welcome. And I hope everyone will join me next week because I am celebrating my first year anniversary on this show next week. And so in honor of of that, we're going to learn how to put the happy in happy anniversary. And I asked our happiness coach, Kathy Hamilton, to be back with us to celebrate. So please also check out my Facebook page, Dr. Linda Sanicola, to keep up with show news. And always feel free to leave a comment with your take-home message from today's show. And I am going to leave you today with a quote from Dr. Wayne Dyer. See the light in others and treat them as if that is all you see. Thanks for listening. See you all next week. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. We'll be right back.